0: Hello, everyone. It's Marissa. Welcome back to Behind the Binge. It's time for another solo episode, and today I want to talk about if intuitive eating is just another weight loss diet. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know where this podcast is going. Obviously, it is not. So the short answer is no, it is not another diet, nor is it for the intention of pursuing weight loss. However, I want to elaborate on this a little bit more because it is something I frequently get asked about, and there can be some confusion online where you may see some professionals or creators try to skew intuitive eating into the lens of just another diet. After today's episode, you will walk away with an understanding of what intuitive eating is and where it came from, what intuitive eating is not, and what if you want weight loss and intuitive eating? What do you do? And we're going to talk through what I would do with a potential client who came to me with that concern. Welcome to Behind the Binge, the podcast where we bring forth much needed conversations about binge eating recovery and ditching diet culture. I'm your host, Marissa Kai millik a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and binge eating coach. This is our space to dive into practical tips to heal from binge eating, challenge your diet culture beliefs, discuss the nuances of intuitive eating, and empower you to recover. Let's start exploring what's behind the binge. If you're watching the video version of this, sometimes I will pre-script or write bullet points for my podcast episodes. And today I did just that and I actually started really writing and diving in. But the platform that I use to write my quote unquote script, it was a little hard to copy and paste each of the different snippets of my outline onto my teleprompter program that I have in order to just read it directly off the camera. So you'll see me looking at my laptop a lot more today, but anyways. It's fine. You'll get the gist of the information I'm here to share. Trying to do more of this podcasting on video thing because genuinely I watch, in air quotes, slash listen to a lot of podcasts on YouTube. I listen slash watch the Pretty Basic podcast a lot when I'm cleaning. So I thought, why shouldn't I be here? Why shouldn't I share this video format of my podcast as well? I did it for a little bit. Now I want to try to do it a little more consistently. Okay. I've seen intuitive eating used in online circles as another weight loss diet. But intuitive eating is actually a practice of eating that has nothing to do with your weight. It's so shocking to some to hear that when it seems like any emphasis on healthy eating practices are generally regarded for their ability to help someone lose weight. So why would anyone follow something that doesn't promote that? Let's start there. Where did intuitive eating come from? How did it come to be a philosophy of eating? Well, intuitive eating actually originated from a book in 1995 by the dietitians Evelyn Tripoli and Elise Resch. They were two dietitians who followed into a traditional weight loss practice, as many dietitians do, with their goal, of course, to help people lose weight and live a healthful life through lifestyle modifications, not through dieting. Sounds incredibly reasonable and fulfilling, except for when it wasn't. They found that time and time again, their clients would not be successful in losing weight and keeping it off they'd be successful in the short term, only to return to them with loads of guilt and shame from this failure. And of course, being dietitians who just want to help and just want to see the, the success of their clients through the long term, they investigated and realized that these trends were not such an uncommon thing. Evelyn and Elise felt conflicted as they felt pulled to help these clients with their long-term health, but also had so much guilt about about the emotional turmoil these weight loss pursuits were providing their clients in the long term, even with their reasonable, flexible, nutritionally sound meal plans. So they were stuck between this place where they felt like their clients were struggling with sustainable weight loss pursuits even though we've been as dietitians traditionally taught that slow weight loss was sustainable and health promoting. In their search for their answers, they found emerging research about rejecting diet rules altogether and allowing eating without really the consideration of nutritional status, which as two nutrition experts was really off-putting. How can one live healthfully without regard to nutrition whatsoever? Obviously, this is a long story short, but from there, intuitive eating was born. Evelyn and Elise created these 10 principles of intuitive eating to guide eating patterns in an individual that really merge the gap between anti-dieting and the wellness world, a way where you can both reconcile forbidden foods and still eat nutritiously. Intuitive eating is a way of eating that promotes health, for your body, and your mind, where you get the trust and attunement back that dieting steals from you. It is a huge misconception with intuitive eating that nutrition is disregarded, but that is absolutely not the case. The last two principles of intuitive eating are about external health values, gentle nutrition, and joyful movement. And really, there are health- benefits that come from adopting an intuitive eating way of eating. The result of this shift from a weight-centric model for these two dietitians to intuitive eating meant no more yo-yo dieting for their clients, no more stress and obsession around food or their body, and no more quote-unquote failing at diets and better health outcomes. Specifically, from over 125 studies, intuitive eaters have been shown to have higher self-esteem, better body image, more satisfaction with life, optimism and well-being, proactive coping skills, higher HDL cholesterol levels, lower triglyceride levels, Lower rates of emotional eating and lower rates of disordered eating. So, positive health outcomes without focusing on weight. So, intuitive eating really was born from Elise and Evelyn recognizing the harms of diet culture right before their eyes in their own clinic. It was made for those people who are just like you and me, who've tried diet after diet after diet and maybe found some success in the short term, but really just wanted a sustainable way of living that felt good and really supported one's overall well-being without the stress, obsession, or guilt, or really subsequent binge eating that came from all the deprivation backlash. Intuitive eating is an inside job. Intuitive eating is about listening to your body. Yes, your body includes your mind. Elise Resch of the Intuitive Eating book says that intuitive eating is the dynamic interplay between instinct, emotion, and rational thought. So as an intuitive eater, you will definitely use your brain because it's a part of your body. But logic cannot transcend biology. Using your thoughts alone would be diet culture because dieting is reliant on rules and standards versus thoughts that are formed from both information and your body's attunement. You cannot outsmart your body. You can't say you're not hungry when you actually are hungry. You can't fool your body into needing less food than it actually does. And you can't trick it into functioning differently than its optimal way without harm. Looking at you, all of you keto warriors, your body does not want to run on ketones, which is why it naturally doesn't and why we naturally thrive on carbs. There are consequences to trying to trick your body. That's where a lot of my clients come from. They come from that rebound weight gain, that deprivation backlash where they feel out of control with their favorite foods, being in this restrict, eat clean all week and binge all weekend cycle, cheat days, swelling, and general dissatisfaction with their body image. We think we can outsmart our body, but it's not worth it because our body will fight back. That's why intuitive eating uses our body and our brain to work together. It's like making informed decisions based on what you know about general nutrition practices and what your body is telling you hypothetically you could tell me all day long that an apple is good for me an apple a day keeps the doctor away or whatever that saying is but what if every time i eat an apple i feel miserable what if every time i eat an apple i end up on the toilet for hours afterwards but i keep eating them because wellness culture is telling me that i should and that it's healthy etc etc there are so many harms to relying solely on logic or solely on these external diet standards but the harms of keto or Other Diets is another episode for another day. And I actually already have episodes on both 75 Hard and Noom. I have a two-part series on Noom. So go check those out. I will link them in the show notes below. Intuitive eating is about attunement to inner cues, whereas on the flip side, weight loss pursuits are about solely external cues. This is why the two cannot coexist. Because when you're pursuing weight loss, you're inherently relying on something outside of your body to tell you what when or how to eat. Let's say you step on a scale and it hasn't budged. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to be second guessing your hunger because eating more may not aid weight loss. This is a direct example showing how you really can't listen to your body and be pursuing weight loss. Focusing on weight loss sabotages your ability to attune to your body's cues. Now, you may be thinking, so what makes intuitive eating not a diet, right? I'm talking about these principles that there are, what you can and can't do. How is that not as restrictive as a diet? Well, intuitive eating is not for weight loss, nor is it one size fits all. You actually can't fail at intuitive eating because intuitive eating is about you. Intuitive eating includes 10 principles to guide a healthful relationship with food. But ultimately, you are in the driver's seat. You get to be the one to attune to those cues and listen to them. And our cues Our bodies are going to be entirely different, which is what makes this unique to you and not based off of what somebody else or some other program thinks you should be doing. Because truthfully, we could all eat the exact same things, exercise the exact same amounts and have the same general levels of stress and still all look entirely different with very different health outcomes. That's why intuitive eating aims to reject the pressures of what we should be doing from the world around us and go inward instead. What works best for my life and my lifestyle to feel my best will definitely not work for everyone, nor would I ever try to pretend like it would. It really is quite freeing to reject weight loss as your sole indicator of health. It allows you to focus on what is in your control, which are behaviors. Weight is not a behavior. It allows you to learn about your body and your body's needs. I had a past client who actually finally got a certain medical diagnosis after learning intuitive eating because she was able to stop blaming all of her ailments and pain on her body and she realized that the pain she was experiencing internally wasn't her fault. She was able to get the right diagnosis instead of her body being a scapegoat and thus get the relief with the proper treatment. Focusing on weight for so long actually got in the way of her getting the relief that she needed. Intuitive eating brought her back into her own body so that she could determine what was off and what was not serving her. Now what if someone comes to work with me and they say they want both weight loss and intuitive eating. First of all, I tell them that it makes sense. We've been conditioned and socialized to desire thinness and it's really nobody's fault, but then I'd get real really good at that with my clients just ask any of them i like to ask the hard-hitting questions you might lose weight with intuitive eating but you might not you might gain weight and you cannot have both intuitive eating and pursue weight loss because they are mutually exclusive pursuits intentional weight loss is the opposite of intuitive eating And I say the same thing to any of my clients struggling with binge eating. You cannot have full binge freedom since binge freedom requires opening up permission to eat more and really listening to your body. Those two things completely contradict each other. So then I'd explore why. What would weight loss give them that they can't have right now? If it's health-related, we'd talk about behavior. You can make health-promoting behavior changes as an intuitive eater. Remember, weight is not a behavior. So let's say it's to lower your cholesterol, right, if that's a concern of yours. We might focus on creating joyful movement routines to add more movement to your life that is promoting a lower cholesterol level. Might mean focusing on better attuning to hunger-fullness signals or stress management, maybe adding more fiber to the diet, etc. None of which restricts someone from listening to their body. Those behaviors have added benefits in lieu of weight loss focusing on behaviors over weight is more sustainable. Research shows that two thirds of dieters gain the weight back that they lost plus more. And gaining back weight after weight loss is really unmotivating and can stop health promoting behaviors altogether. I've been there myself and once I see my weight start creeping back up, I'm like, what is all of this for? And I stop trying and that's usually when the out of control hits or the binge eating spirals happen That definitely just adds fuel to the shame spiral that it all gets us in in the first place. So what if the motivation to move your body or eat nutritiously wasn't reliant on weight? Maybe then you do it because you want to, not because it feels like you have to. But if the desire for weight loss is maybe about what other people think or beauty standards, we'd probably take a better look at their values. I bet that the belief that you need to be thinner in order to be liked or considered attractive is not in alignment with your true values values. So, where did that belief come from? All in all, intuitive eating is not a diet nor is it to be used for weight loss. You might lose weight, but you might not. The goal is to create a peaceful and trusting relationship with food and your body so that you can stop fighting it. So you can start living instead of counting, measuring, weighing, obsessing over every morsel of food you eat. So you can have an easy and normal eating pattern that supports you without rules so that you can just be. I really hope this gave you clarity on your intuitive eating journey if you've been feeling stuck in the pull between food freedom and weight loss. Maybe you've come to some realizations that really aren't easy to sit with because you still want both things. And I get it. I really do. So sit in that suck. Journal about your why. What is it that you really want on the other side of this war with food in your body? And I promise you, you are not alone. If you like this episode, do not forget to leave me a review. It really helps out the podcast. It helps it to reach other people. And it also helps me to know what it is that you're enjoying. If you are ready to start your journey to binge freedom so you can break out of the restrict binge cycle for good and become a confident, intuitive eater, then check out the link in my show notes so that you can get on the waitlist for Behind the Binge Academy. We are nearing the fall launch of the Behind the Binge Academy, and this is going to be the last cohort of 2022. Let's end the year better than it started together. Any and all links will be in the show notes below, but for more information about all the different ways that we might be able to work together, Including how to get on the waitlist for the academy, head over to my website, behindthebench.com. All right, hope you all enjoyed this episode, and I will catch you in the next one. Bye.